Hey, welcome to Misfits for Jesus Radio Ministry and Podcast. How are you guys? Doing great. How about yourself, man? Well, for those podcasters, I know we're a little behind. We're having some technical difficulties on the podcasting side, but we hope to get that upgraded real soon. Soon, yeah. On the radio side, Barry. Yeah. Right here at KWRE. We've been off the air. We've been on a trip for two Two, weeks. Two-week vacation. Hallelujah, huh? Finally got away. Tim was here. Tim was the anchorman. Tim was the anchorman. We had Alpha. We had Christina. We had all kinds of people. Stepping up to the plate. You guys didn't kill each other, so that's a good thing. <laughs> yeah. I Came think they went a couple rounds, though. Did they go a couple rounds? A couple know. bruises here and there. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> well, here's what I was hoping today, that I believe <laughs> enough time has gone by that perhaps Mr. Lamont and myself could be, you know, on peaceful terms. Tim, can you ask him if he'd be okay with that? Mr. Lamont, uh, would you be okay with being on peaceful terms with... Uh, Randy, I'm taking that as a no. <laughs> so that's how it is. Okay. Okay. So Jack doesn't want to talk again. <laughs> <laughs> that how it's going to be? Come on, man. <laughs> well, you know what, Jack? I haven't missed you either. Take your horse. There he goes. And there he goes. There he goes again. Nope. Maybe someday. Right. I got a feeling this is going to come to to a head in November sometime. Sometime soon. Something big. This has been going on for quite a while. This has been going on for quite some time. And you guys need to settle your differences. The clear about bitter roots. You know, we can't have that. But what's been going on with you? Tim, how was it here without us? It was fine. Um, The only stressful thing was when the guest preacher was really late showing up, and (laughs) they pointed fingers at me and another guy and said, if he doesn't show up, you're preaching. Uh, Oh, (laughs) and you're going, please. You start praying, like, I hope they get here. So what we you have to know, Tim, is because we're all about stretching people and increasing their faith, which is what we you know without faith, the Bible says it's impossible to please, please God. God. Yeah, that's right. So it was all scripted, you know. We wanted to, to test you, <laughs> it just to, you know, because the Bible also says very clearly, always be ready, ready. Yes, it does to give an explanation for the hope that we have. So you were ready, weren't you? Um, the Holy Spirit was. Amen. <laughs> there you go. Amen. But. Uh, I have uh, begun preparing something to keep with me if I'm ever asked again. In advance, huh? That way I'm uh, always ready to give a reason for the hope that lies within me. So I love it. Wow. It uh, definitely spurred me on to uh, take care of that issue. And you enjoyed Purdy? Oh, very much so. Yeah. I suspect we're going to be seeing him more. I hope so. Uh, you know, he lives in North County. He's not able to come a lot, but I suspect that we'll see him from time to time. Might in fact, I talked to show, huh? It'd be great. Yeah. We'd never had Purdy on. And all I know, after all these shows. You know? To give him on but I sometime. talked to James last Wednesday and, uh, you know, Walking Truth, and he was on a trip while we were on a trip. He went to Colorado to oh, did he really? uh, this, yes, a, a wedding. And I think his son's being married in Jamaica the same day that my son, Connor's, being married, February 24th. Wow. Isn't that funny? Oh, so cool. he's going to Jamaica, and I'm going to St. Louis. You get the short end of the stick. I really did. Yeah. <laughs> but it was great. Then you know, you know, because Purdy, Doctor, the Reverend Purdy, is a member of Doctor Sutton's church, mm-hmm. and has given uh, Doctor Sutton a break having Purdy come in and preach because we're pretty fortunate there's two of us, right? You know, and I don't know how preachers go week in, week out, week in, week out. I don't know how they do it. You know, so right. 
it's nice to have a break if that's their job too if, right you know because we work full-time too well so. you do i i have a part-time job <laughs> yeah <laughs> he's like you're on a polo all the yeah. time and yet you still video. make employee of the month every month. <laughs> yeah, but, tim i'm glad i'm glad that you noticed tim employee of the month and a two-man company employee of the year employee of the decade three decades in a row it's yeah, no doubt wow crazy but bear you're runner-up it's it's nothing nothing wrong with that. I even have a coffee cup says that runner up, <laughs> runner up. To That's okay. He makes up for it on the golf course. <laughs> I'd rather not talk about that. Perhaps we should get into something else. <laughs> so what's God been showing you, Tim? Since uh, you know He's been showing you some stuff. I know I'm, He has. I'm glad you asked. Let me get Let me it out, pull of my, out of my pocket. <laughs> pull it out of my pocket here. I always keep verses that are meaningful towards me. Okay. Or, are meaningful towards what I'm struggling with. And I stumbled upon one that really, really hit me. I don't have it quite memorized yet. But it's Ephesians 5, 15 and 16. And it's, Look carefully then how you walk, not as unwise, but as wise, making the best use of the time because the days are evil. Mm. Mm. Boy, that's... And not only the... The part about walking wisely instead of unwisely. And the reason we do that is to make the most of the time. Because the days are evil. There's not that much time before Jesus is coming back. We don't have time to be making unwise decisions. We need to be building up our treasures in heaven and doing the kingdom work instead of messing around with stupid stuff that only counts for the world. Right. That's good, dude. It's just chaff anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't you think it's interesting when you talk to brothers, especially brothers you're walking with, that God will take you and put you in the same season, but the lesson that took to put you in that season is different, or the lesson, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because in, in one sense of the word, and we just lost a, a really good friend's daughter on a motorcycle accident. Right. Yep. And a couple of things had led me to start thinking about heaven. And what comes after? We're here. This is all we've ever known. Yeah. And one of the difficult things about being in this world is obviously we're in the world, but we're not of it. But not focusing on the things that we can see, Paul said. We focus on those that we cannot see. Okay. So I've been thinking more about heaven. Maybe because I'm getting older. Maybe, you know, don't say it, Tim. Because <laughs> you're no young turkey either. <laughs> but perhaps because I'm getting closer to going there. So, you know, we maybe we should spend a little more time thinking about that but and not wasting our time. We don't have time to waste. And the, the bottom line is we're older now. We have less time to waste than we did five years ago, 10 years ago, 15. So it's, it's ironic. I just started reading this book by Randy Alcorn. And I've read it a time or two, but I'm, I'm reading it with a new, uh, I don't know, reverence or new outlook because it's 10 years past when I read it the last oh, right. time. Maybe more than that, actually. Probably closer to 13, 14 years. So I'm closer to heaven. Uh, we're a whisper away anyway at any time. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I'm really enjoying it because this book by Randy Alcorn, I'd recommend the book called Heaven. And he really, it's a 25-year comprehensive study from the Bible on the subject of heaven. You know, and surprisingly, there's a lot more that we know about heaven than, you know, just saying, well, we're going to go to heaven. Let's talk about Paul. And, you know, there's a lot the Bible has to say about what's going to happen in heaven. Physical bodies, spiritual bodies, what's yeah. it going to be? Are we going to have a, 
uh, responsibilities. We're going to have jobs, uh, things on marriage. I'm, I'm fascinated by it. So I'm about maybe seven, eight chapters into it and really having a good time because I'm thinking and longing for home probably more because the days are so evil. Right. Mm-hmm. They're yeah. evil. Right. And you're like, you're under this burden. But, uh, yeah, it's kind of interesting that we're in the same. And we didn't pre-discuss this. No, we didn't. You know, so. <laughs> well, you know, we're being in our position, too, that's why when you see somebody walk off the range intentionally, got their feelings hurt, whatever, hmm. what, whatever, it, that's why it kind of bugs us so much because the time is short and you're making a really foolish decision. Yeah. You know, you're walking off the range for really no reason, just just because. You know, it's like, man, I don't know. I don't want to be caught doing something foolish when he comes back. I know yeah. that. <clears throat> you know. Paul's clear. We don't want to be ashamed of his coming. Exactly. And there's so much clarity in when right. you read the word. Right. You think about that. I don't want to be that guy or that girl <laughs> right. And, and, right and to walk off the range now when you're it'd be like quitting a race on you know the daytona 500 at lap 498 just bow out i don't want to do right. it anymore i just yeah. i don't understand i'm it. tired whatever it is right yeah just tired. i'm burnt out the other races are bumping into me what do you think they're going to do they're racing too of course they're going to bump <laughs> into you <laughs> right. and they're going to annoy you right yep. but it's funny because uh eric ross a good friend of our ministry, uh, we've had him on several times. Did the wake up St. Louis thing? Get, did a message last or yesterday at, at the park? All right. And he talked about offense, the spirit of offense. He talked about church unity. He talked about walking off the range when you're mm-hmm. supposed to have thick skin mm-hmm. and deal with each other. Paul's clear about that too. Make allowances for each other's faults. Last right. I, we're some faulty Christians up in this place. All, all right. Folks. Right. Except for you, Mister Lamont. Is that true? Mr. Lamont, Randy wants to know if you're a faulty Christian. Well, no response. No comment. Darn, I thought I tried to trick him. You know, kind of. Yeah. But, you know, it's clear. We're all messed up. We're all getting better. But we need to uh, make allowances for sure. So I was pretty impressed. Uh, We had uh, Pastor Purdy come in one week, and then Brandon came in the second week. Yeah, Brandon. And Jamie was here, too. So she did worship music one of those nights, I guess. Some crowd favorites came. Yeah. We didn't get fired this time. <laughs> no, Usually they were begging first... us to come back. Oh, I right, had a feeling right, this time. Right. Not <laughs> quite. <laughs> Maybe not quite. <laughs> not quite. <laughs> You're begging Purdy to come back, probably. Yeah, probably. No, but Brandon for Remix Church, his church is doing well, you know, in yeah. Maryland Heights. It's a multicultural. He did the music, too, right? Yes, he did, and it okay. was very good. Now, our worship band... Uh, has two new members i understand is this correct some young fellas yeah yeah and we hear that they've enhanced the band quite a bit yes we have a, a piano player now and i believe a bass player wow we just got handed a note from mr lamont tim would you like to elaborate on the note that you received from it's, it says gala gala okay uh-huh. i think they might be talking about our annual gala oh Wow. Which is on November 5th. Wow. So the gala is our annual fundraiser. And um, it's funny because we've been waffling back and forth. Do we continue with the gala? Do we make it more of a celebration kind of thing? Um, Because obviously it takes funds to do what we do. The day that we were having this question concerning this, I get uh, an email from our pastor in Uganda. Naïs Moses. 
and he had a video <laughs> of the new building, the Misfits for Jesus building in Jinja. Now, remember that they had taken the building apart. It's a metal building, mm-hmm. and I guess it's similar to here, a triple net lease, so you put the building up, it's yours. They own the space. So he disassembled this building, brought it an hour and a half away to the other side of the time, put it back together, and there was not enough caulk in all of Uganda to keep the roof from leaking. <laughs> so <laughs> That video he sent. <laughs> it, the video he sent, Barry's like, oh, it's great. I go, but this floor's not supposed to be shiny. That's water. Right. <laughs> so really, you could do baptisms through the roof. So going back, going circling all the way back to the gala, that's one of the things that we do with the funds. We're gonna, yes. We hope to put them a help really them, nice on them, roof on that place. Yeah. And do some other stuff. And anytime somebody listening would care to contribute, you're more than welcome. We would never say no to to, to aiding God's uh, mission here. So you can go to misfitsforjesus.com. You can uh, mail something in to 1000 Warrington Shop Suite 29 Warrington Mo 63383 and make the check out to Misfits for Jesus. Of course, it's all tax, tax deductible. deductible. That's right. So I think it's the first time in this history of this show that we've uh, right. given the opportunity to invest in the kingdom. Here. Right. Have we? Right. We've right. done that? Yeah. And you okay. can go to PayPal, too. Go to PayPal. Yeah. We're easy to find. The yeah. answer is always no if you never ask. Oh. Right. <laughs> wow, words of wisdom. Is right. that in your pocket, too? Pulling one piece of paper? <laughs> but, yeah, there's good stuff going on. Obviously, they're building a brick-and-mortar building in India called the uh, Misfits for Jesus Prayer Center, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's cool. And, obviously, what's going on here in Warrington. Lots of good stuff. Yeah, good stuff. Hey, we're having our family fun night, too. It's coming up on October 21st. What's that about, Barry? Right out here in the parking lot. It's going to just be a family night from 630 to 830, I think they said. Mm-hmm. We're going to have uh, hay rides. Okay. Pumpkin painting, all kinds of fun stuff for the kids. Face so, painting. Yeah, time. it's just kind of a, a, I guess it's kid-oriented. Yep. You know, big time. It's kind of catered to them, but. And a bounce house. Now, the bounce house is not from us, but it's from the rental center over here. Yeah, so that's which, so, which is mm-hmm. more people in the mall are getting involved now, yeah. which is really cool. Yeah. I mean, that's the whole point is to be part of the community and get others involved. So, And I believe be most night. things are free at that event, cool. which is really cool yeah. for the families. Am I right? I okay. believe so. I think okay. there might be a small charge for some of the concessions. Okay. But. But everything else is And a hayride, too, I hear. Hayride. Got a great driver. Going to be driving the tractor, wearing my dad's overalls. Oh, I just let it out of the bag, didn't I? <laughs> I might have a straw hat. And a straw hat. Well, that'll be fun. <laughs> I heard there was going to be a cakewalk, too. Ooh. What's oh. a cakewalk? You walk around until the music stops. and Oh, the old game. Then really? You get, you get whatever cake and you, win you the stop cake. by, I think. Yeah. I don't That's know how great. it works, but yeah. So you can have your cake and eat it, too? Eat it, too. <laughs> yeah. I hope they It'll let me fun, get though. in on it. It'll be fun. Will you tell Mr. Lamont, uh, I hear him, we need to take a break? Mr. Lamont, Randy says we need to take a break. We'll be right back. Lang Insurance is your local, trusted, independent insurance agency for 40 years and growing. Steve Lang says, I dare you to compare your current home and auto insurance policy to our top 10 insurance companies. Most of the time, we will save you money, sometimes thousands. Either way, you will know that you have the best policy at the best price. Lang Insurance, someone local you can trust for a free, no obligation insurance quote on home, auto, business, life, and health. Call 636 636- 
or go to langinsurance.com 24-7. Dare to compare Lang Insurance. Hey, welcome back. But we were talking off air, and I would like to elaborate on that saying that Tim's, or somebody said, you can't have your cake and eat it too. I've thought about that, and I was listening to sports talk the other day, and they were somebody said that makes no sense. But have you guys heard it? You can't have your cake and eat it too. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Do you ever think about does it make sense or not? It makes no sense. No, really. Technically, <laughs> technically, it's an American thing. We invert everything. It's you can't eat your cake and then have it too. In other words, if you eat it, you can't. And it's already gone. Yeah. Ah. But over here, somehow, somebody, probably a misfit somewhere, flipped it. <laughs> you can't have your cake and eat it, too. Well, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> Technically, the real thing would be you can't eat your cake and then have it, too. So I'm glad uh, you I guess I'm a misfit because it, it makes sense to me still. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, okay, here's one for you. So we're in Mount Rushmore. And um, we're walking through the thing, and, of course, the Jehovah's Witnesses uh, are passing out their material. Mm. And um, I walked by, and I was like, you know what? And, and I've seen them there before because they're there. Every time I've ever gone there, three times, they've been there. Never the same people. But there have been people up in the front. And um, we walked by, and I really felt led. I believe it was the Holy Spirit, but sometimes if I'm not careful, the Holy Spirit sounds a lot like my brain, you know. <laughs> um, but, you know, I, I just believe that I need to go back and just uh, ask him a question. And so I went back, and really nice people, fantastic people, kind, generous, you know, the whole nine yards. But I asked if I could share with him. Certainly. I said, I had just a, a question for you. I asked them what the translation of the Bible was, and of course it's the uh, New World Translation, I think is what it is. Um, I said, okay, I have a question concerning John chapter 1, the Gospel of John chapter 1. And I said, can you read your uh, your Bible? And in the, in the, it says something like this, and in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and we're on the same page at that point, and the Word was... Now watch this. This is where the word was a God, small g. And I did, uh, okay, you can stop. And so I pulled it up online. I think I had the King James. I can't remember what it was. I said, can, can you, you understand that we believe Jesus was God. Right. He wasn't a God, right. lowercase g. He was, <laughs> right. And, I, and I, would, I was trying to, and Lynn told me, of course, be nice. Be nice, Randy. I said, I'm not, and I said, I'm not trying to be disrespectful, but... To me, that that everything changes on that one small word that you added or somebody added somewhere along the lines, a God. Hmm. So that's the the line of demarcation. We're not brothers and sisters. If you think that Jesus was one of several gods, or however we believe that he was God, so we talked about it. But the thing I noticed is that uh, they were very well prepared. Of course, I you know I, I'm I'm on vacation. You don't take a vacation from Jesus. I'm not saying that, but I'm on right, vacation. Right, yeah. You know? so I'm off the clock, so to speak. But right. you know, as a believer, we're never off the clock. You're on God's right. clock, and that's how it is. So you always need to be ready right. for defending the gospel yeah. and also be giving a reason for the joy that we have. So, 
But they took me over to, she said, well, okay, as long as you're there, turn your Bible over to Colossians chapter 3. And I said, okay. So we're kind of having a, a mini Bible study. Popular uh, chapter. You know, in, in, the front, in, in, in the front of the park there. And, and again, I'm enjoying them. They're enjoying me. It was, it was just an exchange. I believe it was in Colossians chapter 3. I can't find it right away. But it said Jesus was the firstborn. And they took that verse. But what it prompted me to do, and I'm going to ask your opinion on this, they were very well prepared and studied. If Christians, born again, sanctified saints, were prepared like these guys were, the whole world would be saved, right? Because they're 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 on point. They're on they're in front. They're 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 disciplined. They're obedient. They're they're kind. They're generous. They're not argumentative. At least they weren't with me. Perhaps it was because it was a mirror of me and them. We're just having a conversation. And I, at the end of it, I said, "Listen, it's obvious. I'm, you're not going to change my opinion of who Jesus was. I believe he was God." And I said, "I did ask about the Trinity. Of course, she brought it up and said, you, you understand that the Trinity is not mentioned in Bible.' I said, I, I understand that, but the first inference of the Trinity is chapter 3 of Genesis. You know, when he talks about you know, and went on, on and then I forgot that right here on my arm, 2 Corinthians 13, 14, may the grace of Jesus, the love of the Father, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all, a reference to the Trinity. But, you know, I was in that moment, but we left there, parted ways, shook their hands, and, and, and I'm not going to change their position in one meeting. They're not going to change my position oh, ever. for sure. Right. But I, I just, you know, I, I want you guys to talk about how do you minister to somebody when they're dug in like that? And I got to minister to a Hindu later, and that was a whole other ball of wax. But what do you think I, about that? Yeah, I personally, I think it's very difficult because if we if we don't have anything in common, it, it's, it's almost a pot like they already – have their view and you you standing on our truth and they have their view it's kind of it's kind of hard to at least they were open to listen to what you said yeah because yeah. a lot of them aren't they're yeah. kind of hardcore this is it we don't care what you think this is what we think and that's it but i, I don't know really you could probably do what you did that's it would that, you say that's I, it that, that's, that's what i would say throw too. a couple very, seeds out yeah, there throw some seeds be friendly to them and that, that's about all you can do show them the love of christ that's about all you can do i think to make any lasting change in a person like that's beliefs, there has to be a relationship there, and it's going to have to be from from seen fruit. Right. Um, when they see the the fruit that you bear because of who you are and what you believe, and the difference between what they believe and the fruit that they bear, I think eventually in time they'll come to understand the error of their ways. Okay. That makes sense. And, and yeah. if we believe that one plants, one waters, mm -hmm. God brings the increase. So maybe that was the plant, the seeds. And, and I think cramming that seed down the throat would have been wrong. No, you that know, never just, works. That's through the seeds, cast your seeds right. out, you know, cast your bread on the water, threw the seeds out, and pray that God brings somebody along to right. in a relationship mm -hmm. right. with a born-again believer. But uh, you know, did you guys have? Do you have any opportunities to so, on that occasion? Uh, just a few people that I talked to that were already believers. Right. I, I thought I used this sat or last Saturday and, and my message. I was talking to the, one of the things I thought was the coolest is everybody with the Southern hospitality, which was off the hook down there. But they always said when they were done talking to you, "Have a blessed day." Hmm. I mean, it was as common as hello. 
And you know they were all believers, which always opens the door when somebody wow. says that. You know, like, you're a believer? Oh, yeah, Jesus is everything to me. And, and everywhere you go, that's what they say. Have a blessed day. Y'all, when are we moving? You know, it was more like, y'all have a blessed day. <laughs> you know what I mean? Tim's like, I'm out of here. It was awesome, man. It was just, but I don't know. But, but when you go, started making my way back up north, it wasn't like that. Hmm. It was almost like a line. <laughs> I don't know exactly where it would be, but as I got the closer. The Macon County line. Yeah. As I got closer to, like, Clarksville, Tennessee or whatever, then it started fading a little bit. And then as we crossed over into Kentucky and then course illinois <laughs> forget about it forget about it you know it's like i was like what's wrong with us up here because it was so cool and so comforting because you heard it all the time you know it's there so- is hope barry because uh i was at the gas station yesterday morning and the uh cashier lady said have a blessed day oh all okay. right that's cool okay so good wow. deal there is yeah. some hope right there's always a remnant. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. There's <laughs> right. always a remnant, even in Warrington. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I just think it's cool when you run into other believers when you're out. It's encouraging. It's, it's really encouraging. Yeah. And they're as excited as you are. It's just, I don't know, yeah. there's something about true believers that's like you're connected. Never <laughs> met this person before, but you're connected. I met a Canadian believer. Oh, yeah. Now, I don't know if that's not that, that unusual, but we're talking and this and that. And, and of course, Limba's. I had to go out to do something, <laughs> get something out of the Tahoe. I think it was. And of course, I see the neighbor over there, and right, I, I don't know what it is. Right? I, I, yeah, hey, and yep. then we end up talking, and the next thing you know, he goes, "Wow, I know what you're talking about. That makes you my brother." And we, <laughs> the next thing you know, you know, I got to explain, you know, the the, the evolution of misfits. He got right. to share some of what they're doing in Canada. I didn't even get into the whole. What the heck has happened to Canada? I didn't go there because I, you know, I don't, I didn't get it. Go there, right. political, and your nutbag prime minister, whatever the guy is, right. I didn't, Trudeau, is that his name? I think so. Yeah. I didn't get into that. We just talked about the, the commonality of our faith, Jesus. Right. It was cool to know that, like you said, it's cool when you meet believers, be it at a store or a campground, that mm-hmm. you're just like, okay, we're God's people are everywhere, right? Mm-hmm. Right. You know. Even a warrant. <laughs> and we love you, warrant, and that's why we're here. That's why we're here, right? yeah. I love this town. You know, I was, sure I'm was. from Wright City. Or it's not from Wright City. I live in Wright City. and That's okay. Now that we're here. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Just teasing. Now that we're here in Warrant, I love this town. It's a great little town. And, mm-hmm. you know, you should be proud of where you live. And then glad that, you know, and God puts you. Here's a, Tim, I should bust out my, my Bible answer. God, Tim, where's that scripture where he says, <laughs> you're placed. God created and placed you in this time, you know. Yeah. So wherever you are, bloom, bloom where you're planted. planted. Right. Amen. All right. That's right. I think it's in Ephesians where it says, God works in you to will and to act. Yep. According to his good prayer. That's sort of like that. Yep. That's the best I can come up with right now. <laughs> it, it, I think it's a proverb where he talks about, wow, either Mr. Lamont is giving me the peace sign or we only have about two minutes. It must be two minute time. It must be two minutes. Two minutes to what? So, two, two minutes to. So what do you think we should do? Should we give Mr. Lamont the sixty seconds, Barry? Oh, that'd be great. Yeah. Sixty huh? seconds of silence. Yeah. <laughs> Jack, 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 Jack. Or Jack, should we give it Jack, to Jack, Mr. Jack. Tim? Sixty seconds. Somebody's out there struggling, Tim. If you're out there and you're struggling with whatever, know that there's a God that cares about you and loves you and has a plan for you that's way better than what you're doing now. 
All you have to do is turn to him in faith and ask him to take your sins away, which he's done so many years ago on the cross when he died and he bled for our sins. All you have to do is ask and he'll, he will help you. Don't be afraid to take that step. You can do it. Hallelujah. That's right. Might have been your cleanest, succinct ever. We should go away more often, Barry. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> have a great week, you guys. Make sure to tell somebody about Jesus. Hey, and be kind to one another. Let's make this world a better place. Goodbye. That's all. I've lived for money and I've lived for fame. Yeah, I've lived for a man in the blank. Oh, and uh, I've been to the bottle and uh, I've been to the brothel. See, I made mistake after.